Father, we thank you for the prayers that have been prayed, the songs that have been sung, an opportunity to participate in the worship of giving. And as we come to this point where we will look into your word, we ask that it will fall upon the good soil of our heart and that we will grow thereby and that it will grow to be a big, mighty oak in our lives and that we will be able to um, more diligently pursue and seek out and understand who our neighbor is and how we can assist our neighbor. So God, we thank you for this time. We ask that you bless it. Open up the eyes of our understanding that we may see your word for what it is, our light and our guide. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. We are in our fourth episode of our series called Neighborhood Watch. And this episode we're going to be talking about, there's no doubt that when Jesus left this earth, his one main message was to tell and teach others. Teaching and making disciples is what Christian Neighborhood Watch program entails. That we should be looking for opportunity to touch others' lives and to assist them in coming to a realization of who Jesus is in their lives. And being a member of the kingdom has its benefits. Now, when we first started off, we started off with our first episode. And our first episode was called From the Start. And we talked about how we were all created as equals. Then we talked about who is that? And we talked about who is our neighbor. Then we had to turn around and talk about episode number three, which was get your mind right. Because some thought it was more important to go do things than to help others. And now we are on episode four, which is our final episode for this series. And the subtitle of this episode is Pass It Along. Pass it along. Pass it along. As usual, before we get started, let's talk about some definitions. The definitions for today are neighborhood. It's the area or region around or near some place or thing. Vicinity, nearness, or proximity. The next word is watch. Watch is close, continuous observation to the purpose of seeing or discovering something. Our third definition is neighbor. A neighbor is a person who lives near another. A person or thing that is near another or one's fellow human being. Today we're going to be in Matthew, the 28th chapter, starting at the 16th verse. And we're going to run on down there to the 20th verse. English Standard Version has it laid out like this. Now, the eleven disciples went to Galilee to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, 
I am with you always to the end of the age. Father, we thank you for your word. We ask that it falls upon the good soul of our hearts in Jesus' name. Now, before Jesus left, before Jesus went up to sit at the right hand of the Father, he left an important decree, which we have come to be known as the Great Commission. Now, the commission that the disciples received, they took it so seriously that they began to execute it as soon as they possibly could. We see in Acts, the second chapter, how they went out and they proclaimed the wondrous works of God and people began to become a part of this group, this sect that was called the Way. And they began just where they were and it began to expand throughout all the expanses of the known world. What is interesting is Jesus said go and guess what they did? They went. Now the question becomes what are we doing today? Are we holding on to the Great Commission? Are we making the Great Commission ours and not passing it along to somebody else that might need it? Now, we often think of a missionary as a person that goes to furthest outreaches of the world. But sometimes we should look at a missionary as a person that goes forth with a mission. Y'all got that? The mission. So the scope of, a, of the commission that Jesus gave was not a go out to some place, but to do something wherever you are. So it is not only to the person that is across the seas, but it's to the person that's across your fence line. It's not only to the person that lives in a remote area, it's the person that's remote across the street. It's not only to the persons that are going through some things, it's to the person that you run into sometimes. Mm -hmm. And how many times do we just miss the simplicity of the opportunity to operate in the Great Commission? How many times do we sit there and say, I got Jesus and that's enough, instead of saying, I got Jesus and somebody else Needs them. I'm not talking about nobody. And if you feel I'm talking about you, look straight ahead. Won't nobody know I'm talking about you. So just look at how we take this commission that we've given, that we have been given, and how we look for the opportunity to pass it along. There was a game I remember playing when we was, was little, when you know, when you was bored and you it was kind of tired from running all day. It's a game called Hot Potato. And you take the ball, and whoever started off had the hot potato. And the goal was to pass it around until somebody said stop, and then that person would be out. So whoever had the ball at the time when it was said stop was out. I, Passing along the Great Commission is not a hot potato. Actually, if you've ever eaten a nicely, freshly out the oven sweet potato with a little bit of uh, butter on top of it, 
you know, a little sprinkle of cinnamon. And the other thing that you put on there is cumin, if you didn't know. You can put cumin on top of that also. We made that mistake one day. But anyway, you, and, and you just open it up and it's so nice and it tastes so delicious. And when it, it tastes so delicious that night that I, Yolanda and I was eating the same thing, but I was like, you want to taste this? And, but she was eating the same thing. But when something is good, we want to do what? We want to share it. So is it that we don't believe that the commission that to go forth and make disciples of other people is not something good, something that we don't want to share? Or are we just too stingy and don't want to share? I've never been a stingy person. But there are certain things I don't like sharing. Doesn't make you stingy. It just makes you not stingy. All right. So my point is this. This gospel that we've been given, it has been a blessing to us. It has caused us to live a life that is victorious. It has caused us to go through things with hope. It has caused us to be victorious in a whole lot of different things. However, some of us have got so excited about the things that God has done for us that we have not wanted to share it with anyone else. There are people that we are encountering every day. Your coworker, your, my favorite person, the cashier, your barber, your doctor, a service person. So many people need to know that you have got a hold of something that is so good and so delicious that you want to share it with them. And so we have all been commissioned by Jesus himself to spread the gospel, the good news that Jesus came and that he took on the responsibility that we should have taken on, the penalty of sin. He took that upon himself so we can be reconciled back to the Father, so that we can be back in good standing and be called the children of God. And so we want to walk in that power. So I want us to understand one, one big thing today. And our commission is not to go. Our commission is to what? To make disciples. But in order to make the disciples, we have to go. Let me say it again. Our commission is to make, uh, make, to make disciples. So in order to make the disciples, we have to have an action, so go. So one of the translations says, while you are going, make disciples of all nations. While you are doing your daily activities, you are looking for opportunities to make disciples of all nations. While you are driving, while you are walking, while you are talking, you are looking at opportunities to make disciples of all nations. So what is this? thing that we do. It should be a part of our vernacular of how we speak, how we talk, 
It should always be providing a direction to others of who Jesus is and has the potential to be in their lives. And one of the things that we have to also think about, what is a disciple? A disciple is a disciplined one. One who is a follower of a specific method or way of thinking. And an equivalent today is if you are involved in the uh, uh, in a trade such as an electrician, such as a plumber, such as someone that does a, a specific trade, they have what they call a journeyman or an apprenticeship program where you have to be under someone for a while to learn the processes by which to be successful. This is the same type of attitude, the same type of mindset that we should have is that we should not only talk to somebody about the gospel, but show them the gospel and help them mold them to become what it is to be a disciple of the word of God. So one of the things that becomes a part of making disciples is establishing relationships. I know I said a cuss word, but forgive me. We don't want to have a relationship with nobody except our four and no more. But God is saying our neighbor is anyone that is outside our four and no more. And we should look for opportunities to speak into everyone's life. It is not necessarily standing up on a Sunday morning and proclaiming the gospel to people. It is how we conduct our daily lives. Our lives should reveal or reflect how God is living in us. And we can tell others, this is what he did for me. So when it comes to being a part of this neighborhood watch where we're looking out, looking for, and looking to help others to be a part of this neighborhood, the first thing that I want to say is that when we reach out, we reach out with love. And walk in the power of love, knowing that God loves us, and because he loves us and he has commissioned us, is that he's going to be with us whenever we operate in what he has told us to do. Have you ever... Well, today, I'll just do it, do it this way. I remember when I was, was, when I was younger that we had these, uh, this... Uh, this thing, this sailing thing when I was in a boys' choir. And what, it, what would happen is mama, mama would take me, but I had to do the process. I had to say, you know, hello, I'm with the YMCA's boys' choir. We're trying to raise money. We have this raffle ticket. You can win this, this, and this. And mom would just stand back and observe me. And then she'd say, babe, maybe next time you might want to say it like this. And she would kind of coach me along, but I had to do it. And sometimes we tell folks to go out, but we don't help them or come up with a way to assist them 
in how to do it. We just say, how did you do? And they say, well, I, I, I got nervous, so I couldn't, I, couldn't, I couldn't say nothing. But when we go together, when we take time, so what I'm saying is, when you are the one that's discipling, sometimes you have to adjust your schedule in order to assist people to get where you are. And so we know that Jesus, when he was on the earth with the disciples, he showed them that he had power over sin. He had power over diseases. He even had power over death. And, and that was all good. But now in these verses that we just looked at, guess what he said? I got all power. Not just a little bit. I got all of it. And this said, and so Jesus says, I have all the power. I have all the authority. And he says, I'm going to be with you always. Now, if he says, I'm going to be with you always, guess what that means? He's going to be with you always. Because there's nowhere that you can go, we've talked about before, that you can hide from him. There's nowhere that you can be that he can't see you. And so since we know that, we can walk in the power of knowing that he's with us whenever we go. So we may not have the talent, so we think, or the confidence. But he says this. He says, my grace is sufficient for you. For my power is made perfect in weakness. So when you're weak, that's when Christ can show his strength in you. Have you ever been at a loss for words? I know some of y'all, that's a hard thing to think of to be at a loss for words. But some of us have come to a situation where we could not think of what to say. And as we were sitting there in our mind, running through the very rooms of our mind, trying to figure out what to say, God speaks to us and he says, this is all you need to say. And it comes out so wonderfully and so lovingly. And you sit back and you say, I wish I could have thought of that myself. But when God is leading you, when God is guiding you, when God is showing you what you need to do in order to achieve what it is he has for you to achieve, it doesn't take a lot, and it sometimes it seems effortless. The effort becomes when we try to do it and talk ourselves out of it. You know that your neighbor across the street has had a situation and they just need someone to speak into their lives. And, well, I haven't talked to them in a while, so I don't know if it would be a good time to go. I know they're going through something. And uh, I just, um, but part of being that disciple, showing that love is when you know somebody has something going on and you know that you would like if you was going through For someone to come and at least say, I know you're going through, and I just want to let you know that I'm available to you. That sounds like the Bible. Do unto others as you would have them do. Oh, I'm sorry, I got a little sidetracked. But what we want to do is, we want to be a representation of Jesus to everyone around us. And we want to be Jesus to them. Not be, okay, Okay, I know that's going to get messed up on the Facebook. I ain't saying you're going to be Jesus. I'm saying that you're going to have the actions that Jesus would have taken 
I had to catch myself because somebody said, he said we're Jesus. I ain't, we ain't, I'm not saying you're Jesus. I'm saying we want to reflect Jesus in how we interact with folks. Amen. You got to do all these clarifications for folks because folks do a, do a sound bite on you and you'll be having to fight folks. <laughs> so, but it's not about us. It's about obeying what Christ has commissioned us to do. Going across the street is what you have to overcome. Getting over there and opening your mouth is what you have to do. The words that come out, if you listen to the voice of the Spirit, will be what Jesus wants to do through you. So it's about loving our neighbor. And to be that neighborhood watchman that knows what's going on around you, always observing, always knowing what's needed around you, and being able to say, I'm going to step in that gap and to do what is necessary for folks to see Jesus in me so that they can have knowledge that Jesus is working still today. And so we want to pass that along. We want to give it to those folks. And we want to, like I said, with the hot potato situation, we just want to keep passing it and passing it and passing it and passing it and passing it until everyone has had an opportunity to hear that Jesus loves them and that Jesus loves them and desires for them to have even better in their life. So we want to pass it along that everyone is our neighbor, that we love God and we love our neighbors as we love ourselves. So we want to pass, sit along. Well, today, I just really wanted to just, after going through the other, uh, the, the uh, <clears throat> excuse me, after going through the, uh, from the start, after going through who is that, along with going through get your mind right, I want us to pass it along. Now, some of us don't even have anything to pass along because we don't have a relationship with Jesus. And I want to encourage you today, if you do not have that relationship with Jesus, to make today that occasion. Let's use today as an opportunity for you to receive his grace and his mercy, his long-suffering, his goodness, and his kindness, and to pass it along to those that you know. Because we already figured out that everyone is our neighbor. And so there are some folks that you probably know that are going through. And so just like we talked about last week about being on an aircraft. We want you to put your mask on first before you try to help anybody else. We want you to have that relationship with Jesus because it's through that relationship with Jesus that you'll be able to transform and to assist others in becoming all that God has called for them to be. The process is a very easy process. The Bible says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Then if you drop down a couple more verses, it says it like this. It says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So it's not a whole lot of rituals. It's not a whole lot of things. It is a decision and a confession is what is required in order for you to have Jesus come into your life. 
Now, if you do that today, if you confess with your mouth and you believe in your heart and you accept Christ in your life, let me just say this. There's not going to be a bunch of fireworks and everything goes, goes off. There's not going to be, you know, angels come down from heaven and all this, all this. Now, all that, it, don't get wrapped into all that. That's Hollywood mumbo-jumbo. But what it is, is there should be a settlement in your mind that you're going into a new direction. But what you need is, you need folks to assist you. This is not an individual sport. This is a team sport. This is, we all come together. We are all your neighbors to assist you along this journey. And so, if you are in the local area, we would love to assist you along this journey. If you're not in this local area, we still love to assist you. And let us know that you've made this decision by emailing us at info at godshousecc.com. And we will come alongside you, assist you, we will encourage you, we will help you along this path to become more and more what Jesus has designated and designed for you to become. That is our harsh desire, is to spread this gospel throughout the world. And we can assist you with also fulfilling that commission for your life. Well, friends and family, that's all we have for today. Please remember to pass it along. And when you do, I'm telling you, it will make you feel so much better that you have had the opportunity to operate as Jesus has commissioned you to operate, to tell others about the good news. So until next week, God's blessings be upon you in Jesus' name. Thank you.